Hey, before this episode starts, I just want to give you a quick update on a Vietnam podcast and 7 Million Bikes podcast. What you're listening to right now is called a dynamic ad and so I can add it to the start of every single episode. So if you've heard this already, feel free to skip ahead about 3 minutes and 43 seconds. If you don't want to listen to it, you can skip forward as well. But if you do want to listen to it, I just want to share something with you. If you're a regular listener, you'll already know. If you're listening for the first time, this might be brand new news to you. But whatever you're doing right now, whether you're in the gym, in the car, on a bike, or doing the dishes, I just want to let you know that this podcast started back in 2019 as a Saigon podcast. And it was just a hobby for me. It was something to do because I was bold and I was interested in podcasting. Well, I was obsessed with podcasting. And I thought it'd be cool to start a podcast about Saigon and talk to people that lived here and share their story. I had never imagined what would happen, that it blew up and I started to interview people from all over the world about Vietnam and share some really cool stories from comedians who had come to Vietnam to retrace their father's steps, who died because of Agent Orange-induced leukemia, to children of Vietnamese boat people and to people who live and do amazing things here in Vietnam as well. And so starting a podcast literally changed my life. And from that hobby, it developed into something bigger. The original name was 7 Million Bikes, a Saigon podcast. And lots of people ask me, where did the 7 Million Bikes come from? It was because I just read an article that there were 7.4 million motorbikes in Saigon for only like 9 or 10 million people. And so I thought it was a cool, funny, quirky name. And so it became 7 Million Bikes, a Saigon podcast. As it grew, as I mentioned, then it changed to a Vietnam podcast. And I started doing comedy shows and events. And so 7 Million Bikes became the, the overall brand. And a Vietnam podcast was part of that. Because of COVID and various other reasons, I ended up last year stopping doing all comedy. I don't perform anymore. I don't do any shows. I just do one quiz night a week now. And I focused everything on podcasts and the brand then changed to 7 Million Bikes Podcast. And that's partly why a Vietnam podcast has been on a break for longer than I'd planned, but probably over a year now, because I actually have no time to make any new episodes at the moment or energy really, because I now make podcasts for people around the world, which is really, really cool. So I just wanted to quickly say before the episode starts, if you're listening and you're interested in starting your own podcast, then reach out to me. Uh, I do free consultations and I'll be able to talk it through with you, see what help you need, how I can help you. And if you need my help with editing or production or anything like that, that's what I do now as a full-time business, which I can't believe from starting this podcast in 2019 as a hobby because I was bored. It has now led me to become a full-time podcast producer and run a business called 7 Million Bikes Podcast, all because I read an article about the amount of motorbikes in Saigon. So if that's something you're interested in, hit me up, let me know. If not, even just send me a message to say what you think of the episodes, if you enjoy the podcast, if you're a tourist coming to Vietnam, if you already live in Vietnam, my biggest buzz is when I hear from you. So then I'm sure there'll be a link in the notes. I'll put a link in there check it out and then I don't know what episode you're about to listen to because I don't know which one you've chosen but I'm sure you're going to enjoy it and let me know what you think of it. All right, cheers, thanks for listening, enjoy. Hey Adrian, you want to try this Saigon fruit beer? A what? You know, a Saigon apple beer. 
No. What are you talking about? What's that? What? You don't know? They taste so good. There's chili, ginger, and this one's apple. I'm trying to speak more Vietnamese. Try this fermented apple juice. You're not speaking Vietnamese. You're just speaking English. Show me what you're drinking. Here. Saigon cider. Yeah, that's what I said. Fermented apple juice. If you want to enjoy a Saigon cider while we're stuck in lockdown, you can still get delivery through Classic Deli or By Nature. Check out the links in the notes. Have you ever tried durian? I have, and I really like it. You do? I do. Oh. I, I love that it is strong and has a, it has a point of view. Um, it is pungent. Yeah, I like it. I really do. I like it best in smoothie form. For me, it's not the smell. It's actually oh. kind of the texture, how kind of like soft and goopy it is. But I really like it in uh, smoothies and candies. Now, we do, a lot of our listeners are from overseas. So maybe some people might not know what durian is or why I'm asking that question. So can you explain to those listeners, what is durian? Durian is a fruit. It is considered the king of fruits because it is so large. It has a, I would say it's, about the size of a watermelon and it grows on top of a tree and it has a spiky spiky rind on the outside and then whenever you cut it open there's this pulpy whitish yellowy stuff inside and it has a polarizing smell and I've actually done some reading on it and it talks about how this attitude against durian started as a as a part of colonialism and then it became an issue of it was the the colonialists coming in being like vilifying this fruit. And so then, and it was also talking about mangosteens. So mangosteens are a tiny little purple fruit and they also have a tough um, skin. It's not as spiky as the durian, but it has a very creamy texture. And also the durian has a super creamy texture as well. So they're putting these two fruits where when the colonials came, they really praised mangosteen as like an icon of like exoticism and so beautiful and so wonderful and so decadent. But then the durian, they horribly vilified because it has a strong smell. I'm not going to judge it and say a bad smell, but, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a really interesting article that it like linked the f- history of the food with uh, Vietnam's colonial past and mm-hmm. making it relevant to, to how people misjudge this fruit. Poor durian. Well, my first experience was, I think, when I went to Singapore on my way to Vietnam. We had a couple of one night or two nights in Singapore and we checked into a hotel, nothing fancy, a hotel. And uh, they'd signs everywhere saying no durian. So it's actually banned in a lot of hotels. And I remember last year, there was a, was it in Germany or was it in the US where, and this has happened more than once in the last year, where Someone brought a durian and people could smell it and they cleared the building because they didn't know what it was. They, they thought it was like a bomb or they, they thought it was uh, a chemical attack. Or like if you look it up, it literally has happened twice in the last year where someone has left a durian in like, I think it was a university or an office building, definitely at least twice. And they've had to evacuate the building because of durian. Poor durian. I just feel bad. It's not durian's fault. I don't. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I try durian, and I really love it. Honestly, I really love it because 
um, it's very interesting taste. And okay, there is a legend about, oh, the smell is so bad. Nya, nya, nya. The smell is good, guys. The smell is good when the fruit comes from a garden, when you go to pick it up and you smell it. And if you're really unfamiliar with the smell, you feel uncomfortable. I know there is another technique in Vietnam. They like the burning the, the skin. So it takes off all the smell because I did the shooting about that. So I, 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 I experienced it. So I personally really, really like durian. I know you cannot eat too much. It's not good for your skin because it makes you like hot. We say in Vietnam, it's a hot food. We are cold and like medium and hot. So hot food, you need like mango. You also need to not eat too much. So long story short, I love durian. I did a lot of shows about it. And even my mom likes it, but she doesn't like the smell. though. Yeah. I sound like a terrible person as well. I don't like it. <laughs> you should try a hot vitlom. Do you know hot vitlom? It's the little egg with uh, the little yeah, tiny yeah. animal inside. No, I don't want that either. No, you should try it. <laughs> it's very good. It's good for your health. It's good for a pregnant woman and not pregnant woman. Because I was going to say, I'm not a pregnant woman. You're not so a pregnant woman, yes, but you again. need calcium, right? So this this uh, hot vitlom has a lot of calcium. So the secret is when you eat, you don't look. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know what hot vitlom is, can you explain? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. So hot vitlom is an is a duck egg, which has been cooked with the little uh, ducky duck when he's yeah, already like unfertilized, right? Unfertilized. But I mean, you see the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The animal is there with the yolk, right? Yolk, the yellow yeah. part with the yolk. So the the animal is not yet form but mm. there is still the meat so when you eat it with the yolk and with a little bit of uh, salt and pepper it just tastes amazing you just eat one or two and you're so full very good natural source of uh, nutrients i think when my mum visited she tried it i don't i haven't tried it Oh, just I'm don't not, look not, at I'm it. Not, I'm, not, I'm not, uh, not a brave eater. I could never do like a cooking really? channel or anything like Actually, that. Actually, I did a show recently when I was t- eating. You ready for that? The testicles of, uh, how you call it? In French, is book. It's the one, uh, it's, the, it's the guy of the sheep. The sheep, how you call it? A ram. I think so, yeah. But it was he has he had huge balls <laughs> and a small penis. So I was really happy to try this on screen. Yeah, also tried the bloody cake. So it's a cake from blood. So we have that similar thing in Scotland, oh. like blood blood pudding, and blood I don't pudding. eat that either. <laughs> I, I try that uh, because I'm very brave, and uh, I, I like to do these kind of things on camera, especially on camera. Yeah, you know? right. Oh, and I also try you know the animal in the coconut, the little worm, which is live. I tried this one on TV. It was a huge disaster because I, I eat, like I start to chew and then there's juice all over the place. So, so uh, it's coconut worm. Oh, no, living, and it's like, meh, moving. <laughs> like I, I need to eat it alive, you know? So yeah, that, that's a, shocking. So oysters can go to rest because oysters are for babies, you know, nothing shocking about them. But yeah, the coconut worms are... See, I'm really boring. I don't eat like anything like that. Yeah, I, can't, I'm, I don't like putting weird Challenge things in my mouth. You. Yeah, I know. Don't that like would... to put things in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for your wife. <laughs> I have, and it it is correctly put into the category of shit. It is not good. Yeah, it's not good. Everyone everyone talks about the smell, which is horrible, which is why people talk about it. But also that. It, it tastes terrible too. So it's a wonderful combination of just being bad. Yeah, it's not, it's really, it was one of the first, I remember when uh, when I, uh, 
my then partner, we were in the grocery store for the first time here and she had like a visceral reaction to it. She was like, what is that? And she took off and it didn't bother me as much, but I quickly identified, I'm like, that's durian. It like sent her like running down the aisle. So it's pretty intense. The thing about durian as well is it's in this spiky, hard shell exterior. So like, that's a sign right away. Don't eat me. Don't open this. But for some reason, some people love it, which is fine. Everyone likes different things. I don't get it either. It's yeah. It's literally. It looks like it's in like a like a. It's like a, in a tank shell with spikes. Yeah. So yeah, it's not meant to. You shouldn't go into it. But it's pretty. Who was the first person that was like, oh, "This is a good idea to open"? This? I'm gonna eat this. Uh, it, but it's it divides. It's not that is. This is not just like a Western thing. It divides people here. People okay. here either love it or hate it. There is no in between. So you can go to a Vietnamese person, but like during the like, no, it's disgusting. So even in Malaysia, we traveled Malaysia, same same thing. It is it it is one. Of, there is no. You don't have a um, tempered opinion about it. It's like I love durian or it is vile. Uh, I do not enjoy it. I'm sorry to say if that offends anyone. I I do not like durian. <laughs> No, uh, um, it's okay. And you, you know that this sweet square bonbon uh, candies from the Mekong? Okay, so... Oh, the coconut candies? Yeah, coconut yeah, candies. Like and there is some durian flavor. I've okay. tried it, yeah. It's okay. But the fruit, no way. Uh, last time, last day I was swimming under the water, out, under, out. And somebody was eating durian on the balcony. And I was like, oh. Shoot. So I did all my laps under the water. Just once <laughs> once in a while I was breathing. But I, I was no 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 no. Nearly kill yourself, nearly drown yourself just because so you don't of have to smell Yes, that, exactly. <laughs> it is yes. that pungent, yeah. I'm not a fan. I've got a video, maybe I'll post it. I've got a video of me trying it for the first time and I like spit it oh, out. It's, it's impossible. Yeah, can't do it. Of course I love durian durian. <laughs> You're a fan of it. Yeah, but but you have to eat it frozen, so, so it's like a sorbet. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with durians. There's they they are so tasty. Uh, don't bother the smell. I mean, uh, sure, the smell they this they have a strong smell, but it's so good. It's it's and I mean how to open it they look like a weapon and you right they look like a not look like they could be a weapon they could be a chose. weapon yeah yeah but it, and they are so hard to open but once you open it and then you eat it wow it's it's a taste explosion it's it, so divisive it's it's so good yeah if you don't try it, you you, you miss half of the li- your life. <laughs> this is why I asked the question because you know, for me, I'm I'm on the opposite end of the scale. I need I need to find it and post it on the channel on the Facebook. I've got a video of me trying it for the first time, and I spit it out. And I've tried durian ice cream, durian yogurt, durian candy, and it all is the same. Just leaves a. It's so good. <laughs> we, we, this is one we can agree to disagree on. Okay. <laughs> It's like blue cheese. <laughs> that's the first time it's been compared to blue cheese, and I think that's perfect. Yes, people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, the 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 people that love it, they really really love it. Or the people that hate it, they really hate it. It's really so, divisive, isn't it? If there's yeah. no, I've never met anyone that's in the middle. That's oh yeah, it's okay. You you either hate it or you love it. So which one are you? Um. 
I I love it, but I don't love it that much because uh, to me uh, to me I think it's just too rich. I have one or two. That's it, but not not like something that I'm craving uh, for a lot. Eating one or two, I think, is yeah. impressive. I can't do it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> tried durian my mom loves it so much and it's i've always been around it but i've actually never tried it isn't that horrible <laughs> you are the first guest that's answered no to that question i don't know why i have no idea why yeah i have not Interesting. what's your mom's name me me n-h-i n-i n-i me Make sure that Sarah tries some durian soon, okay? Because we're going to come back and find out whether you like it or not. And you know what? I should try it. Next time my mom's eating it, I will try it. As, I'm sure it's available and you can get it in some specialty supermarkets yeah. and things like that. Seasonally, we can get here. Yeah. I have tried durian and I don't mind it. It goes well with a little bit of rice wine. And, and it's best if you're away out of smelling distance from where it's being prepared, but try it. <laughs> I keep threatening. I need to put up a picture of uh, the video on my Facebook page for uh, when I tried it for the first and only time and I wasn't a fan. Oh. <laughs> I have tried Dorian. Uh, actually, my friend invited me to our family in the countryside and it was great. They were super nice. And then they were like so excited and they go to this tree and bring me this huge fruit and I'm like oh what is that and it smells so weird and they start to cut it and they're like so like excited and I'm like uh, you know trying to be polite because obviously it was an honor for me to to get that durian but it was horrible and they give me a big piece and I cannot you know tell them that I didn't like it so I'm like and I finished that piece and they wanted to give me more I'm like oh no 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 please like I really you, you finished so much already like I was like oh la la I'm gonna be sick in my mouth or something anyway so yeah I ate it and I it's like up. it's like tortured by courtesy like you're Oh, it's being tortured because you're giving them the courtesy of being like, oh yeah, yeah thank you so no, much because they give me the honor of sharing this fruit, so I cannot be like a, a dick and be like, oh, it smells like shit. I'm not eating that. You know? <laughs> I mean, uh, you have to be polite sometimes. So yeah. I I mean I can eat. I I uh, I, I I think what. The people are very sensitive about durian is the smell. But for me, the smell is, is not that at all. You know, I mean, like I can eat it or I, I don't have to eat it. It's not because it's not like it's not my favorite food. But, but in like the different way is like it's a very exotic food fruit right you call it fruit right and uh, it's a interesting food i would say but it's not like oh i'm i have a durian i'm crazy i want to eat it right away i mean if in 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 i have it on the table of my my dining table with uh, friends and family you know and go ahead who are so crazy then they can have my portions you know <laughs> This, just to remember, remind everyone listening, 
This is a fruit that has cleared out buildings because when they've smelled it, they think it's a bomb and buildings have been closed down all because of a fruit. Right. And even like they, 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 they don't accept to bring it on the airplane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fruit. It's crazy. So the next question. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.